Welcome to the World Beyond the Tale, the Page a Day American Gods podcast. I'm your host, James, and today we're reading page 48. Pants. He stood there awkwardly. He had only enough time to observe that there was someone beside him before something wet was forced over his nose and mouth, and he tasted harsh chemical fumes. This time the ditch seemed warm and comforting. Shadow's temples felt as if they had been reattached to the rest of his skull with roofing nails, and his vision was blurred. His hands were bound behind his back with what felt like some kind of straps. He was in a car, sitting on leather upholstery. For a moment he wondered if there was something wrong with his depth perception, and then he understood that, no, the other seat really was that far away. There were people sitting beside him, but he could not turn to look at them. The fat young man at the other end of the stretch limo took a can of Diet Coke from the cocktail bar and popped it open. He wore a long black coat made of some silky material, and he appeared barely out of his teens. A spattering of acne glistened on one cheek. He smiled when he saw that Shadow was awake. Hello, Shadow, he said. Don't fuck with me. Okay, said Shadow. I won't. Can you drop me off at the Motel America up by the interstate? Hit him, said the young man to the person on Shadow's left. A punch was delivered to Shadow's solar plexus, knocking the breath from him, doubling him over. He straightened up, slowly. I said, don't fuck with me. That was fucking with me. Keep your answer short and to the point, or I'll fucking kill you. Or maybe I won't kill you. Maybe I'll have the children break every bone in your fucking body. There are 206 of them, so don't fuck with me. Got it, said Shadow. Ceiling lights in the limo changed color from violet to blue, then to green and to yellow. You're working for Wednesday, said the young man. Yes, said Shadow. What the fuck is he after? I mean, what's he doing here? He must have a plan. What's the game plan? And that's our page. As I get my book away. So, we're going to start off this very much book-related podcast with a little bit of science. Uh, Chloroform does not knock a person out instantly. And so... It would take, generally, minutes to many minutes to knock someone unconscious with a chloroform-soaked rag. For the purposes of the plot, I'm going to assume that it's some magical future drug thing that would be able to knock out someone approximately the rock-sized. And because we're meeting the hero named Technical Boy, with a capital T and capital B... I guess I can go with that assumption for now. So, you might be thinking from his description that he sounds like a rejected extra from the Matrix trilogy. You also might be wondering, what's the Matrix trilogy? Either way, this is an example of how much things have changed between when the book was published and even just the 10th anniversary edition. The Technical Boy was rewritten for the TV show as a slightly robotic Zuckerberg... Zuckerberg-type character with a bad haircut and desire to give our democracy away to the highest bidder. Well, I guess maybe not the second part. That was real life. Um, Back in the 90s and early 2000s, though, the cyberpunk sort of Matrix-themed look was pop culture's biggest perception of the internet. And I don't think that Neil, at this point, is saying this is what everybody... This is what everybody involved in the internet looks like. I think Neil is saying this is what everybody thinks everybody deeply involved in the internet looks like. So the god of tech would have looked more like how 
people in America thought of internet people. Not necessarily a reflection of Neil's own views in this case, I don't think, but more of American culture in general. And the new gods do tend to be reflections of American culture, while the old gods are a really bizarre mixture of their old personas as well as a bit of American culturally tinged. This is also why Matt Sweeney no longer has an accent. Technical boy threatens to break all the bones in Shadow's body, but the way he speaks, it sounds like he says he has 206 children. Not there are 206 bones in Shadow's body. I know what he means, but the little geek really ought to be a little more specific. The colors of the limo, violet to blue to green to yellow, follows the pattern on a color wheel, stops right before it gets to orange and red. I don't... I couldn't help but think if this was actual mood lighting. I don't believe so. Um, but it is the way that light moves up the spectrum. Maybe it's just the way that LED lights are default programmed. Although you'd think someone like the technical boy could program any pattern of colors he would want. Hmm. I don't know. It's probably nothing. It's one of those things I made a note of in my notes, and I'm just speaking it out loud so we can remember it together as we read further and further in the book. Nothing else really jumps off the page at me, except that he's drinking Diet Coke. I, I feel like even if this was just a couple years later, he would have been drinking Mountain Dew. Or maybe Squirt? I think Squirt's just on my mind because of the most recent episode of My Brother, My Brother, and Me, which is neither here nor there. I just wanted to say Squirt so many times that you get uncomfortable. Squirt. 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 Okay, I'm done. I don't think I have anything else on the page. So if you would like to email me about my obsession with saying the word squirt, that's theworldbeyondthetail at gmail.com or on Twitter at worldbeyondpod. Thank you to Julian Grand Ganache for his version of St. James Infirmary Blues that we use as our theme song. And thank you for listening. I'll be back tomorrow for another page. And remember... Only the gods are real.